think we are live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Today is Sunday, November 15th, 2020. Episode 6? Yes, episode 6. Episode 6? Let's EP go. Six. EP period 6. Sunday night, football, football, football day. Um, Chase back home. Yes, I am. What made you come back? What made you come home? So yesterday, it was an Indian holiday festival called Diwali. Yeah. That's what it's commonly known as here. And in India, uh, it's essentially like the celebration of lights. Like the way I like to interpret it is that there's so much darkness in the world. So let's celebrate the light that can shine in the darkness. Uh, there's like a whole story behind it um, about the gods and why we celebrate it. I don't know it off the top of my head. I probably should. But that's one way I like to interpret it, interpret the holiday. So, like, what happened when you came home? What did you guys do? So, we did this. So, the way most Indian holidays work in my family is, like, we do this thing called a puja, which is, like, we pray and we do, like, a small little ceremony in our own home. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people that go to temple to do on, on these celebrations. Obviously, now it's because covid that's not going to happen. But like, even normally, my family usually does the things at home for ourselves. Then we make some food, um, we light some candles, put them outside, and then we play with fireworks. So you, you did the fireworks thing? Yeah, I did a little bit of fireworks last night. It was fun. That's, that's cool. It was, yeah, it wasn't too bad. It was a little chilly, and I was like really tired yesterday. But still, it was fun doing fireworks with my sister and dad. Yeah. But yeah, that was that. I'm here for the next, I think... Tomorrow, I'm staying tomorrow. I think I'm leaving on Tuesday. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. What are you like? What are you? What are you up to tomorrow? Oh, literally nothing. Good. Let's hang out. Yeah, Because right. <laughs> <laughs> we got money, and I also have some big things going on tomorrow. Oh hell yeah! Uh, what do you I got? I can talk to you about. Yeah. So tomorrow I have my first job interview. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. So I went. I went on Saturday to this car wash called Eco Car Wash. Okay. Two of my friends currently work at. Yeah. They were like, you know, this is a great opportunity for you. We'll, we'll make sure you get the job. And I go there, and unbeknownst to me, I pick like the worst time okay. to go to a car wash. It's midday on Saturday. Oh. So they were like jam packed. Okay. N- nobody was like available okay. to like interview me. Yeah. Everybody was sort of working. Right. And then even when I was able to find someone to like ask about a job application, like, we don't. They they tried find they couldn't find a job application. For me. Really? So they were like, "Yeah, hey, you gotta come back another day. We can't do this." Okay. So like, right, what's the best time? And they said, "You know, Monday, nine a.m." And I was like, "All right, bet I'll be there." So now I have to go tomorrow morning and do an interview. Like I'm guaranteed the job. I'm gonna get the job because yeah. I have two people. I have two friends who work there. Yeah. And one of them is gonna be the manager soon. Ooh. So yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to do it. You know, we didn't talk about this on the podcast last week, but after the podcast had ended, me and Jay talked about getting a job. And I was kept talking about how I was scared to do it. And then for some for some reason, Saturday morning, I woke up and I was like, let me just, let me just do it. Yeah. Because I, I need to get something to come in. Yeah. Because I, I, need, I need it badly. Okay. And from everything I've heard, you make a ton of money at a car wash. Really? Especially a busy car wash. Okay. And half your income comes just from the tips. No way. And tips are, guess what? Tax-free. Ooh. So the government, Uncle Sam, does not see that money that I make. So what I'm 
definitely gonna do is probably I actually don't know. What do you what do you think I should do? Should I save like should I save the tips and invest the check that I get, or should I save the check and invest? Because because the tips are tax free, right? Well, I'm curious to know if like if I'm getting money from them. Yeah, but I invest that very same money into a bit. Like, could that be a write off or some shit? You know what I mean? Uh, but we obviously we don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I was gonna say like, yeah, I mean, this, <laughs> this is really not up my alley on things that I know about. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm nervous. It's just like I've never done it before. <clears throat> really? Right? Yeah. I've never had a job interview before. It's okay. Just you just gotta be yourself. Like, pretend like you're talking to me. You're a sociable person. You just have to show that you're a sociable person. You can show up on time. You can do your job um, to the best extent, and you won't slack off. That's like that's literally it. Yeah. Like, do you have two brain cells, and can you can you show up? Can you move a couple arms and move exactly? Arms? Yeah. Exactly. That's literally it. So uh, try not to stress about it. What was your What was your first job interview like? So my first job interview was um, for the balloon artistry, actually, and. I was kind. Of, it was it was super chill. It was at a restaurant because the guy I was working for was working at that restaurant. So, for the viewers, if you guys don't know, I used to work as a balloon artist. So I would go to restaurants and I would like essentially make balloons for them. Um, and I was kind of like a freelance contractor. And my employer, he was working a shift that day. So after a shift ended, I came in. We we had a seat. We just talked, and he was like, "Yeah, so this is my company. How it works is that I recruit all these restaurants where you guys can work at, and you guys can go work at these restaurants, and you'll just get paid tips." Um, I don't know how legal or illegal that is. He's made me sign some tax forms, so I assumed it was. I assumed it was legal, but. Um, the interview was just like, what is your what is your experience working with kids, adults? Um, what what is your availability looking like? Um, what what are you doing? What are your interests? Like, what do you do outside of this? Just to see like the kind of person that you are, and like, for most jobs, especially in the service industry, as long as like, as long as you can communicate with them, you can be open minded. You you can do your job. I mean, there's no issue as long as like the only thing that'll be an issue is that if you're like super quiet and you're like you can't you can't speak up or you know just you're just not someone that you would see working at um, like those kind of service jobs. Yeah. So that's really that's really kind of it. I mean, I I'd like I mean, I guess I've always kind of worked with people. I've enjoyed working with people, so I never really thought of it too much. Um, I don't know what your experience has been like. If you have been in the service industry or if you worked with other people like that, I've done I've done business with other people, but it's been online. Right. It's never been in person. Okay. So the majority of my, of my business is that I, I everything I did was online. Okay. So, so it's it's much easier to you know say something to like talk to other people when like it's online because you know there's no face behind it. Okay. You can't see the reactions and stuff, but like. I've never done anything outside of probably the host of stuff we did. Yeah. Where, like, we did that one thing where 
we were giving out water to Bonnard, yeah. but even then it was like in a group. Right. It's never been singled out. Right. So like I'm going into an environment now where it's just me. I've never done this before, and I have like no one there, except for the two I mean, friends. But I'll have yeah. that when I like, I start the job. Just, yeah. I mean, I guess the thing is, is that this is I've never really thought about it this way, but you're very script. You're gonna be very scripted at your job. No one's gonna like put you on spot. No one's gonna like ask you to do a backflip or anything. Um, like when I was balloon artistry, when I was doing balloon artistry, I said maybe the same 100 words the entire time. Really? Hey, how are you doing? My name is Jay. I'm gonna be your balloon artist. I can make X, Y, Z. After I, after they tell me what to make, ask them how's your day. More than like more often than not, they ask me who I am, how I got into this. And I'd just be repeating that over and over and over again. Mm. Obviously, yeah, over like a long, long period of time, you'll get monotonous. Um, but it's like, there's, yeah, like I said, there's very, like, there's not a lot that you need to like come up with and pull out of your ass. You just say, I'm assuming if you're watching the car, hey, how are you doing? Today we have this XYZ for your car wash. Oh, I hope you're doing yeah, good. Yeah, I don't, I don't even think I do that. I think the manager, from, from the little time I spent there just yeah. waiting. Yeah. Well, mainly what I saw was the manager was directing the cars sure. into the lanes. Sure. And, you know, the person would get out, probably give them the keys. Yeah. And, like, the workers would just start cleaning. Okay, so, yeah, so you, then you don't even have to do anything. Probably, clean. probably, like, the only thing a worker would probably has, as far as interactions go, is when the car is finished, taking the car keys to the person. Like, hey, here your car is. Yeah. Easy. Easy money. Yeah. I've never... The, even as easy as something can be, because you've never done it Fair. before... Yeah. It's just uncomfortable. It's like uncomfortable. It's like instinctual. Like you're not comfortable Fair enough, in this man. situation. I mean, yeah, I can understand. What? How did you come across balloon artistry? So Ishan actually got me into it. So, um, so he was a balloon artist. He was he was a balloon artist before me, and he was kind of like my trainer that trained me to do balloon artistry. Okay. Yeah. So like one day at practice, he was like, "Yo, Jay, I know you love working with kids. I know you're like super social and." Pause. Um, uh-huh. I know you love working with kids. Pause. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I know you're super social. Do you want to be a balloon artist? I was like, sure, why not? So that's how I got into that. It was fun. It was fun while it lasted. But and so the pl- employer didn't actually own the restaurants? He was no. just... So his job was going to restaurants and being like, hey, my, I don't know. I, I, sh- I don't know if I should really speak about his company or the name of it. He's like, I have this company um i train people to make balloons and they can come and they can entertain your guests and this could potentially be a way for your guests at your restaurant to come repeatedly on this day that's a really good idea yeah because like there was this one restaurant where i worked at where i i saw the, the same family every single week because i'd work there every sunday whoa and it was over the summer so they'd come back right after church huge family yeah. like four or five kids two sets of parents a set of grandparents nice little family they, they tip me great what like well first first time i got there they tipped me five dollars second day they saw me hey what's up same guy tipped me ten dollars third time i saw them they gave me a twenty dollar tip for making wow. four balloons yeah yeah that's that's a good that's a good thing that if like you get repeating calls like because the more you get to like know yeah. your customer the more personal it gets yeah the more that I, 
more likely to tip you more. Yeah, and like I remember hearing, like I would walk in and like a family would be like, oh, the balloon guy is here. Because they know that there's a balloon guy coming on Sunday at noon at this restaurant. Smart. So, I mean, oh. I, I'm, I'm assuming like he did good and like, like, you can like I I went on his website to see how much it like costs for like private events. You can charge a lot for balloons. I bet. Yeah, like it was like on his website it was like for a private event it was like a hundred dollars an hour. Because yeah, you don't hear about too many people doing balloons. Exactly, it's it's very limited, and because the supply is not as um, like the, the supply is low, which makes the price high. Right. Yeah. There's there's so, very few there's very few competitions. So like um. How how did how would it work? Like, would you would you go to him and he would be like, okay, this is where you're working at. So this how time. it would work is that every Sunday he would drop, um, a, like he would drop the schedule for the next week. Um, Monday you're working here. Tuesday, like Monday we have these shifts. Tuesday these shifts. Wednesday and so on. And more often than not, Friday, Saturday, Sunday would be the most amount of shifts. We had the ability to choose which shifts we would go to, so we weren't obligated to go at all some weeks. Some weeks, let's say I was super busy, I just didn't pick up a shift. More often than not, so most shifts would pick up really fast. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was that's why it was super flexible for me, um, because I really worked whenever I wanted to work. That's really good. Yeah, it was it was it was a cool line of industry. It, it was just weird because um, I would never work with any coworkers. It was mostly just like my myself working with. The customers mm. consistent constantly which wasn't bad um it was yeah it was fine and everything that definitely helped you as far as like social interactions oh 100 like it definitely helped me like get out of like I, I i would say that i was like pretty good with social interactions prior to doing that but definitely after i could just go up and talk to anybody because it was just like it's not the end of the world if I go and talk up to some talk to some random person about whatever reason I need them to, you know. Yeah, that's, that's a powerful skill that not a lot of people have, especially in the technology age. Yeah, where everyone's yeah. on their phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why I, th- I, th- I personally think like all teenagers should have a job of some kind in like the service service industry. That's what I'm doing. So exactly. Right. Yeah, you're, you're right before my twenty. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because I mean. Even what? Even if I'm super rich and wealthy, like I'm still gonna make my kid do some do some kind of job like that. Yeah, of course. I just think it's like important, like I said, to go out there, work with other people, work with random people, um, and you know, know what it's like to work. Because like I definitely, because I have so much respect for those like waitresses and hostesses, because they're just working their asses off, and you know, they're doing all that. Yeah, I remember. I remember one time. <clears throat> this was right before I was about to head to college, and. I went to the movies at the, the collection and we went to Red Robins at Raptors. Oh, yeah. And then, well, this is this is a different hey. time. This oh, is this is another one? This, this, you, weren't, you weren't here for this. I'm, just, I'm piggybacking off what you were talking about. The no, waitress. You, yeah, you told me the story, I think. Really? With the cute waitress. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I did. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so for the listeners, then, I, I went to Red Robins with my friend. And this was right before I was heading off to college. And there's this girl. I don't remember her name now, but I I remember I could like rem- remember it so vividly back back then. And I was like, "Hey, how you doing?" We started talking, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm here. I don't I don't actually live in Georgia. I live in I think Mississippi or Texas or some 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 different state." She had come home during the summertime, and she was working every single day as a waitress in her in between her breaks for college semesters. 
So like you like you know from like that point of like you know that she's a hardworking person yeah. just from the fact that even in her break where normally people would just be celebrating having like she's grinding every single day working at Red Robins. I'm, I'm like, how, how often do you watch like every single day Damn. until I go back to college? And so like, there's a, <clears throat> you don't, you don't really, I don't think you can understand how work ethic works unless you've had a job. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I, I can honestly say I don't because the most I've ever spent working is like, cause I don't count school as work. School is just studying. But as far as like work goes for an online business or whatever, maybe an hour, two hours. And that's on my own time, whenever I want it to. But like, I don't know what it's like for someone to wake up every morning and go eight hours. That's that's tough. Some, yeah. Like, I don't think, dude. It's, I don't understand how. Like, I'm. I know for a fact after this, I'm gonna like appreciate my dad for what he does. So, cause he he's out before I wake up, and he's he's. He's he comes home at like seven eight p.m. and I, I don't I don't I don't know what's going on because I don't see him right right all I know is he's gone and he's back but now I think I'm gonna get, be able to see his how hard he works from uh, getting my own job and I think it's a good opportunity. My friend was talking about how you know, he's already made a ton of connections at the car wash. I'm like, yeah, it's a car wash. How do you make connections at a car wash? But Apparently, there's a guy there who makes thirty, who's made thirty thousand dollars just from day trading, Dang. and he's eighteen. And then uh, one of my friends has a huge meme page, and he just gets a lot of promos from it. And then my other friend is about to be manager, so, uh, like on top of the money, I'm I'm gonna make. So I'm not gonna make a lot of money because I'm gonna I'm only gonna be working probably Fridays and Saturdays, and then probably add Wednesdays once the semester is over do three days a week so it's not a lot yeah but like during that time if i can just if i can make friends and stuff i think that's gonna be way more valuable 100 percent. what do you plan on doing in that um other time when you're not working <sighs> what am i gonna do probably just keep working on the ebay store mm-hmm. and i don't know i don't believe in stocks and day trading but maybe this guy and my my friends tell me about this guy. It's like maybe this guy this guy's like legit. He's been doing it for a long time. Maybe I, you know, my point of view changes. But ultimately, I just want to do real estate, bro. Yeah. But real estate, you need thousands and thousands of dollars. And oh my gosh, I wish because what I, so what I've seen. So I talked to Yosh. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. Yeah. Re- re- how recent? Before was this? After you talked to me about him or? Yeah. Okay. I saw him today. Really? No way. Not like in person. I texted okay. him. Yeah. How are you doing real estate? There's no way you're doing real estate. Yeah. And like, how do you have two rental properties? And he said, it's it's my parents' investment. Right. But it's under my name. Okay. And I've been managing their investment for like the makes past sense. five years. And I'm like, oh, no shit. Of course. That makes total sense. Yeah. And because not only did I see that in Yash. But another Indian friend of mine, Shiva, does the same thing with his dad, except they do it with stocks. Yeah. So Shiva and his dad work hand-in-hand in stocks. Yeah. I'm assuming Yash and his parents work hand-in-hand in, in real estate. Yeah. But my parents, fuck, we're immigrants. Well, I'll be there. Your yeah. Shiva's and Yash are immigrants, but like we don't know shit about investing. So my dad just goes, gets his nine to five. My mom's a stay-at-home mom. We don't know shit about investing and shit. So they can't, and I don't know either, because I've never done it before. So they can't trust me with their money. Mm-hmm. 
And so I just, we can't get ahead. So I have to essentially you, you, I have to get it on my you, own. You got to break that chain. You you got to get, get you got you got to learn. I mean, yeah. the thing is like the thing is every, everyone can learn this stuff though cuz to it's like I remember like when I was younger, my dad would listen to Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah. Like all the time in the car. Yeah. And like now like yeah, you know, like he's working with like the cricket fields with his friends. Um they they do like some real estate investing in like in like Suwanee and Forsyth. Yeah. Like they have a few properties that they're renting out to people. Dude, I love that, bro. Yeah. I want that. But I want that to be us. Yeah. It's yeah, it's this there, dude. Because dude, I'm telling you, even if even if something as small as just two or three properties can yeah. cover your entire monthly expenses. Yeah. Everything. Like food well it, take just take everything down to like its basic needs. Yeah. What do we really do? Like, like honestly, for like for me personally, all I do when I wake up during a certain day, all I do is I work out in the morning yeah. with a $7 jump rope, which I'm going to have like forever until it breaks. Mm-hmm. That's all I use. So I have no, I have no, I'm paying no, nothing for a workout. Sure. So my, the, my physical activity comes from a jump rope. Yeah. I, I shower, so water. Sure. And then what? My clothes that I already have. Yeah. I eat and then I'm on my phone or my iPad or my computer. Yeah. So all I really need is internet, food, and a space. Yeah. Right? So if if you can have like two properties that I'm like obviously we want more than that. But the number one thing your parents want is for you to be able to live on your own. That's it. That's all they care about. It's not about oh get good grades, oh get a good job. No, 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 no. The first thing they want is for you to be able to manage by yourself sustainability self self-reliance sure because that because if you can all you need to do is just survive it's just the instinctual thing yeah they want you to survive so you know obviously one more but i'm saying like if we can do that the most reliable source of passive income is real estate so like whoever's listening like real estate is king 90 percent of millionaires made their money through real estate because it, it, it is the most reliable form of investing. Because land is finite. There will never be any more land until we colonize other planets, which won't happen in our lifetimes. I guarantee it won't happen. We might explore planets. There is no way anyone from our generation will be brave enough to say, oh, let me go live on a separate planet. No, everyone's going to want to stay There's some crazy people out there, dude. And those people are going to die early on, dude. I'm telling you. Dude, I don't know. I could could see having at least starting colonies on other planets by the end of our life. I don't see it happening. Dude, the the rate at which technology is growing is so fast. I know. I I think it's possible. I think it's possible. I think it's going to potentially be in the next, like, 50 years. Okay, but I'm saying by that time, okay, by we'll that be time. 70. Sure. At that point, we, we, we've done so all the work. It'll be we've done all the work. Yeah, it'll, so it'll be no use to us. Yeah. So I, as far as right now, at this moment of time, for the next 50 years, it, real estate is king. Sure. That's it. Because land is finite, and that's it. So, you know, I I want to, like, that's what I want to do. I want to make enough money from this job. Maybe, like, it'll be, if I, if I simply just want to save everything I make from this job. Yeah. And just save it for like a down payment. Sure. It'll take a long time. Okay. Because it's a minimum it's a minimum wage job with tips. Okay. There's only so much I can make. If I work five days a week, eight hours, I could probably make two two grand a month. And two grand a month is like what, twenty four grand a year? Not bad. It's not bad, but 
I mean, for 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 for, uh, for someone that's like, like at home, all of our expenses are covered for. That's a lot of money to do with. Yeah, but that, that's also five days a week, eight hours a day. That's a lot. That's forty a hours a week. Four, yeah, that's a full forty hours a week. It's yeah. a lot. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do yeah. that. So like, I'm gonna have to do that for a full year, not spend any of it, and then maybe find a one hundred thousand dollar property, which doesn't exist around here. Everything right. here is like four or five hundred thousand dollars. <coughs> To get a down payment yeah. of 20 it's like i need to find something else to put this money into it could be day I'm, don't don't day trade dude i'm gonna be so honest with you you really need to know your shit before you day trade that's what i'm saying i lost so much fucking money on day trade. i know you have yeah i know you have but i i, 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 I never wanted to like discourage you from doing it yeah because if someone gets you know if you don't know the character of a person if one thing doesn't work out they might just quit everything yeah afterwards so like i didn't want you to do that that's why i was like it's good to try it yeah but like when you were talking about like how you put like a ton of money and I was like, oh fuck, don't do this. Yeah, yeah. But no, like this guy, I haven't met him yet. Yeah. But he's been doing it for a long time. He's made 30 grand. It's possible. No, it's definitely possible. There's like people like people that people run companies where you they you can buy their um like program and they teach you and they help give you cues to learn and buy. Yeah. And you can see like the results of their followers like online and i don't know some of them are scams some of them aren't real but i also some of them seem pretty legit and like i see people turning 250 dollars into twenty five thousand dollars in like two months oh. i know it's ideal it's ideal right yeah it sounds so great yeah but it's gonna be harder and like i was talking with my dad about this today the first step is like knowledge the first step is learning how to do this like don't do what I did and sit on my ass at 9 a.m. every morning and then look look at the stock and pretend I know what's happening when I don't know what's happening. You know, like, if, if you want to do it, you got to learn, you got to commit, you got to commit a lot of time into it too. Yeah. And just because you can see the highlights of some people having a super green week, I made $20,000 this week. The next three weeks, they could end up losing that $20,000. And that, that is the scary thing about stocks. And there are, there are methods and ways in which you can find very safe ways to get money, but it's going to be slower over time. Like what I've been doing is I've been like selling options. So I don't know if you know, but like options, they increase in value as a stock approaches a certain price. So if the stock's at $90 and the option contract is at a hundred, the closer it gets to a hundred dollars, the higher up in value that um, option is worth. Mm -hmm. So let's say it's it's a dollar now. Let's say in three days, if the stock goes from 90 to $99, that $1 stock could potentially be worth like $100. You could see 100%, like over a 1000% return mm -hmm. on that one stock. That's just an example. But there's so many factors with it. And one thing that stocks have is that nine, like I think some bizarre, like 80% of all options expire worthless. So at this point, rather than being the person that buys the option, I'm being the person that sells the option. Mm. So rather than making these crazy 200% gains, I make like a slow, like two, 1%, 2% gain over the course of the week. So it's gonna take a lot longer. And, and there's times where it can still backfire. There's times like over this past week when the stock market behaved super crazily, like I lost a good chunk of money. Cause like I have to put up a lot of collateral. Damn. So there's so it's it's a it's a slightly safer way. 
but also at the same time stuff like this can happen where you can like lose money as well yeah like i'm definitely not gonna go into it without like knowing everything first and obviously everything i'm gonna do i'm gonna like everything we're gonna do we're gonna do like in a team yeah like we all are gonna do the same thing okay i'm not gonna just go on my own and sure. do it because I, I i take a like i'm gonna i'm gonna trust the most reliable i'm not even gonna say i'm gonna do it i have to like see him, him right. prove it first and stuff but other than that, like, I don't see where else I can put my money. Other than maybe, like, another e-commerce store with Shopify. Mm. I just do, like, run ads and stuff. I don't know anything about that. But, like, as far as I'm concerned, I got to make... So, like, the money from this goes for something else. Yeah. And that something else is the, is the one that's going to get enough money for the real estate. Right. And then once you get the real estate money, it's over. Because, I mean, you're set. If you... Cause like once you buy a property, your first one will be ass. Cause you don't know what you're doing. But like once you get your first, like imagine being twenty years old and having your first property. Like come on. That'd be insane. Like this, you buy a duplex. Yeah, like, like a rent, du- duplex. Yeah. Live in one of them and yeah, rent, rent the other one, one out. Yeah. yeah, you have free rent. So, and yeah, I yeah I heard you get like a ton of great uh, benefits for that. Would you ever think about um? So like the way my parents. And my dad's friends were able to do all these investments because, like, they got the money from their jobs that they worked, like, nine to five. Yeah. Over time, you can you can accumulate a lot of money. Let's say yeah. you save, like, 30% over the course of, like, 10 years. At that point, you almost have, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars. So would you ever consider getting, like, maybe, like, a corp... Maybe not corporate, but, like, a decent nine to five job that pays you, like... 35 plus an hour for like two years wait on that and then invest that money down the road when you have a lot of cash the thing is i don't even think i can get a job why not because i don't know what i want to do in my future like just literally just a couple days ago i was like what if i just just do computer science you can I, you can totally do computer what, science what if like what, what don't i just do that because you know technology is not how to remember but i'm like do i really like computers i don't know and then I think about, well, I'm already a year and a half in to this. Like, I might have to like, take all new classes and all over again. And I just keep so, changing my mind. That's also the thing. You're only a year and a half into this. It's not It's not that much time. Yeah. You still have the opportunity to change. I'm assuming I'm, you came into... Dude, I never college. I never wanted to be one of those people who it's okay. just changed his major, like, over and over again and wasted his parents. I, I wanted, like, when I took phlebotomy... Yeah, I was like, I was so happy that I took it because I was yeah. like, I know I, I don't want to do this. Okay, like, that's I good. Knew, yeah, I that's knew great. I, didn't do, I was like, all right, I'm gonna do business, and then I, now I'm, I'm into business. I'm like, I haven't learned anything. None of this is useful for me because I. What, I've what already, business classes have you taken? So I took economics. Okay, that's like, like the that's like the principles and fundamentals. Mac, like I think microeconomics. Sure. Yeah, and then. I, I was taking real estate, but I did horrible, so I had to drop that class. Okay. It's just not for me. And, like, just in the future, because people can be successful in real estate yeah. without going to college for yeah, real estate. absolutely. Right? You, you just need your real estate to, like, license. Right. And then you just get experienced. Yeah. But, like, for tech, you probably need college for you tech. Need like college. Computer, you need computer classes I mean, and stuff. Actually... There are a lot of resources online where you can learn how to code. And I've heard of people getting like at least like $20 an hour jobs 
from like learning code online but like where where, what are the jobs like where are the jobs it'd be like a computer scientist like people like people hire computer people like programmers online i don't know i don't know the full details about it because like like everything from computer science that i know is from like georgia tech and georgia tech is like an insane computer science program so they have like big recruiting but i've seen like advertisements where people pay you to like people can pay you to like create their websites sure and things like that yeah with like code but the issue with that is just like you you get one-time gigs it's not consistent cash for us that's, that's one. i mean like the, i mean like think about it. it's the same with ebay the 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 better you do the more jobs you finish the better um the better reviews people leave you the more people that they tell that yeah, they, sure. I, i'll tell my friend if you you code my 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 shop my website and you do a phenomenal job i'll be like yo this guy's fucking lit i'm gonna recommend him to you yeah that's why that's why all like i've had workers in the past on like upwork and fiverr they yeah. value reviews so yeah. much that they know that it's like their next ticket to getting the, the, the next job yeah absolutely yeah i mean oh, yeah oh you want to keep stopping no i keep i wanted to go into another topic oh really no i mean i was just gonna say like don't think that just because you're already a year and a half into college that you have to like change everything um like because i mean the truth like the truth is like i still have zell miller yeah and i don't everything i'm doing dude, is that's in-house. free call dude i didn't realize how amazing zell miller is. It is there are kids in like michigan paying like sixty thousand dollars a year to go to like maybe not six thousand like thirty thousand like some absurd tens of thousands of dollars to go to the university of michigan and like they're same in the same state what we're getting here is like dirt cheap dude yeah for like great universities yeah. too i'm i've definitely changed my mind about dropping out because the just for the state of georgia what we have is essentially it's as close as you can get to free college it's the free closest education. thing it's the closest thing you free can edu- get. so i'm definitely not gonna because um so i paid i didn't i didn't even pay my dad paid but even then i think it's a write-off because i remember last year so last year when i spent time on campus i paid six grand a semester yeah yeah right which is in my opinion it's a lot but in the grand scheme of things it's not because it's 12 grand a year right yeah and so i think it's like my my dad was about to file his taxes he was telling me to like get the transcript from college yeah my dad the same thing he's like make sure you get like get download the tax form from the georgia tech billing website so apparently they so you they our parents definitely get returns on that as well so so that happened. So we we paid the six thousand the first semester, and then the second semester, halfway through, uh, we got sent home because of COVID. Yeah, and, and we you, got we got some money back. We got refunded two grand yeah. of the six grand. So essentially, I paid ten grand my first year. Yeah, and I've paid eleven hundred so far this yeah. semester. I'm gonna pay eleven hundred next semester. Yeah. So all total, if I I'm not gonna stay at UGA because I can't commute. I'm gonna transfer to UNG. Which I've talked to my friend who goes to UNG. He says five hundred semester. Damn. That's it. Yeah. Just five hundred semester. Yeah. So if I take all four years into account, I'll probably pay twenty thousand. And I and I and I and I had paid. I've already paid ten thousand for the yeah. first year. Yeah. So that means that my next three years are going to be less than ten thousand. Yeah. yeah. Which is really good. Yeah. Especially considering you get you'll get a tax write-offs for it, and you just get a free education. Yeah. So, 
What I'll probably do is take, so I have, are you sure you don't want to say UGA? I mean, if you're really interested in like finance and business, like Terry College of Business is like really good. It's like top 20 in the nation. And I know, I know it doesn't like, and that's Look, like. I would, I would do it if I could afford to live close to there. If I could do it myself. You get what I mean? I don't, because I can't have my parents paying a monthly rent for me to, to live somewhere. I can't do it. When, why not? I just can't. I'm, I mean, you'd be living in the dorms. Like, it's just UGA dorms. Yeah, but the thing about the difference between dorms is dorms was mandatory. I actually tried not to have... Really? Not, not to go and live there. Okay. I, I didn't want to spend the money. Okay. Like, I, do, I don't know why. It's just me. I differ from other kids. Mm. I, do, I hate spending my parents' money. I mean, that's fair. Because like, I just know the value of it. Yeah. I know how hard my dad works. Yeah. And and that's so, fair. Like, that's really respectable, bro. Like, I want to, like, everything I've, like, pretty much everything I've spent in the past, like, year and a half, all the money I've made from eBay. Yeah. Everything I do, I, I, I spent, I never ask my parents yeah. for money. So, like, I hate it when I have to. That's why I wouldn't do it. Like, I, and look, I don't see myself getting a job after the four years. Right. So, it doesn't make any difference to me what college I graduate from. Right. What matters to me is if I can get some knowledge. And if I, if there's good, like just 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 be careful if this. I mean, UNG University of North Georgia is not a horrible. Yeah, college. and it's not a horrible college, but just like just be careful because like, if it's just knowledge that you're looking for, it's just experience might be the better thing for you then. Because I personally I believe that you should own, like people should really only go to college if one they want a corporate job or they want to be a doctor, lawyer, or engineer. Mm. Like. Or if your parents are immigrants, like, force you to go. I mean, I mean, but, like, if your parents force you to go, then you should be a doctor, lawyer, engineer, or, work, or go work at a corporate job. Right. And, like, there's nothing, I don't, I don't see there, I'd say there's nothing wrong with those two jobs. But if you know that's not, if that's not something that you want to do, then either, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say drop out of college, but say either maybe try to find one of those jobs, find something that interests you. Or, like, do something else. Like, something, like, find a job where you can work your way up. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, personally, I think that's that's the most attractive thing when I look for a job. Like, if I can work at a company starting at 20, and by the time I'm, like, 40, like, 45, if I can be, like, president or CEO or CFO, like, I would be so happy. Yeah. It's really interesting. I remember, I remember I had this one conversation. I don't know if you were there or someone else was there. This was back when you used to go to One Life. Yeah. We were in the sauna and this one guy was like, if you guys ever decide you don't want to go to college, get a job at Publix. Yeah. Publix, you can work your way up to be a manager and they give you stock. I was like, that's so weird. How do you tell us not like if we, if, if we ever don't, uh, now I see his point. Yeah. Like, Cause like, like this job I'm about to get, I'm not going to be made manager because my friend's going to be made manager. Yeah. But he's, he says that the only reason that he's being made manager is because the already current manager is getting moved to another look because they're expanding so yeah. much. So the, like the system that they have is like a membership car wash. Ah, okay. have members. Okay. So that's why how they have so much business going right, around right. over and over and over. And so I thought maybe if if they expand even more, yeah. I get to like I get in good with the owner. Yeah. I'm like, hey, man, I really admire you. Yeah. Can you like teach me yeah. how you did this? Yeah. Like, he takes me under his wing. Yeah. Like, that, like, for me to, like, because my friend said that he had taken out, like, a $10 million loan. Jesus. For the car wash. And, he, and he, he got paid off in, like, seven months. 
That's insane. That's how successful the business is. That is insane. Right? That is insanely awesome. So, I'm like, if I can just, like, like to be, to have a good relationship with an owner who takes you under his wing and he, like, mentors you. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I don't know the owner. I don't know if he's like that. But, like, to have that opportunity, like, that is more valuable than, like, any yeah. class I could take. Yeah. So, I hope, I I mean, hope Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what I'm trying to say, like. But then, but then I also want to do real estate. I mean, you can do, like, no one's telling you not to do real estate. Yeah. I want us to do real estate. I, I mean, I want to do real estate with other people, bro. We can definitely do, we can definitely do real estate. But, like, I'm lucky trying to find that corporate job or maybe, like, like an idea that, like, I was talking with Minjay about the other day. It was, like, what is it? You, let's say, let's say. I'm I'm doing this in industrial engineering, this corporate route, and let's say I don't like I work a year at whatever bank or firm or company, and I don't like it. I'm, I'm gonna finish off my what is it my um, pre med my pre med requirements before I graduate. That way, if I want to two years down the road, I can apply for like medical school or PA school or dental school. I can open up a practice, and at that point, I can choose my own hours do whatever I need to do. I can run a business. I can run a business as a dentist. Especially around here. You exactly. You fantastic. make Dude, dentists make bank. Especially if you run your own practice. Well, not just that. The fact that you're Indian and the Indian population here yeah. is, is huge. Yeah. Everyone would come oh, to your dentistry. 100%. And I know this for a fact because we go to a Persian doctor. Yeah. And, that, and all I see when I'm there all I see are Persian mm-hmm. clients. Yeah. So I'm saying, be like, if you ever want to do something like that, where you open up, like, locate somewhere like close to a temple, because then you get, yeah, because you get a ton of every single Indian person will come to you potentially, potentially. They okay, will. We'll, we'll, we'll they won't see. go to white people. They just won't. Dude. I mean, okay, but it, we, it just depends because it's one. It's gonna be twenty forty then. But like right now, like all my family and like, but I mean, what, what you're saying is like essentially right. Like people. Like people like to go to their own race. I don't know about dentistry, cause no, it's in every single case. Blue, really, bluebirds fly with bluebirds, redbirds fly with redbirds. You you are naturally more comfortable. Where do you... with someone okay. who is the same race as you? I guess it's just a tr- it's just the truth. Okay, people people want to be sensitive and offend and offended over this shit, but it's the fucking truth. I am more comfortable with people in my race than I am with a black person or a fucking Latino person <laughs> or you. Okay. It's, it's just a yeah, it's, it's not like, to say I'm not okay. comfortable yeah, with yeah. you. I'm saying if it was a Persian person, I'd be more comfortable sure. because I know they have at least some relatability sure. to me. It's just natural. Sure. Makes yeah. sense. That's it. Okay, so before we end this podcast, I, there's just one idea I want to talk about. It yeah. just came to my mind midweek. Yeah. So you know, you know Batman. Yeah. So Batman's one rule. Yeah. He doesn't kill. Okay. And so. I've heard a lot of people talk about, you know, the Joker. Yeah. By by Batman not killing the Joker, the Joker kills so many people. Sure. Right. So every single time Batman like catches him, locks him up, he gets out, he kills more people. Like, yeah. Why don't doesn't he just break his rule this one time and kill the Joker? And so I was like, that's not, that's actually a fairly good point. Very. And then I started thinking about it, and I was like, if he kills the Joker. What's, what's to say that the next villain that comes around, who's maybe not as bad as a Joker, yeah, but he does similar things as a Joker, yeah. What's to say that Batman can't say, 
can't justify killing him, killing another person, right? Please. So you, you, what you do is, you know, you, you start justifying yourself these things, and next thing you know, you know, you murder another person, you murder another person. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're a serial killer. Yeah. And so then maybe the reason why Batman doesn't kill is because he knows that if he goes, if he crosses that line, he can't go back. I mean, it's about principle. Like, if that's his one rule, and he breaks his one rule, like, I, like if, if I were Batman in that situation, if I broke my one rule, I would be able to look myself in the mirror. And like, and like, you would, the next time that very same situation comes around, you say, well, I've already, I've already killed someone. Just, so there's no, there's no, so I can just do it again, right? Yeah. So I was thinking about that, and I thought about how we talk about life and maintaining balance. Yeah. And how, you know, having balance and all things is the yeah. right way to go. So, but if, if I stick to that, then that means by, by that principle of having balance in every single aspect. Sure. Every once in a while, I should smoke. Every once in a while, I should drink, but I don't. Right. I never touch right. a sip of alcohol. I never smoke sure. uh, anything. I don't do drugs. So in those aspects, they're absolutes. I, keep, I don't do them sure. ever. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what is your take on, like, like, do you think that there is a place for absolutes and a place for, like, balance or doing anything, everything should be balanced or maybe you should, you know what I mean? Okay, just because something is balanced doesn't mean that there can't be absolutes within it. Like, like, like you said, you never smoke, you never, never drink. That's good. But that's all in, like, your balance with health. Like, you work out hard, but that's, that's, but sometimes... You, you have a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a cheeseburger. I have, like, a tub of ice cream sometimes. It's not great for my health. But at the end of the day, like, I still work out. I eat healthy. I eat fruits and veggies. Yeah. I think overall, you need to just maintain positiveness. It doesn't, like, obviously, for people do drugs or drink alcohol for whatever the reasons they do. If someone does it once, it doesn't mean that they're a horrible person. I know people that drink smoke um, very often. But that doesn't mean that they're they're bad people, you know? That's just that's just how they live their life and they find a balance in their way. They they like yeah, they find their own balance, I find my balance. That's a, that's the thing. Like every single person is different. Um and there's there's stuff that I will be hard no, I will not do this like ever. Yeah. For whatever reasons that may be. And it's nothing wrong and it doesn't make a person that wants to do those things any worse. And uh, and like I think a big thing is like you like I have to grow up and realize that like there can be people that are close to me that can do those things and find balance within themselves and like I I should be okay with it. Yeah. yeah but because but the main thing is like I need to trust myself. I need to be confident in myself. I need to be okay knowing that if someone does this around me, I can say no and then I'm not going to do it. Yeah. This might not make sense, but like maybe having balance and having absolutes is a balance it is it is a balance <laughs> it's a balance like it's a balance of balance it's a balance and a balance yeah because a part of the reason why i don't do those things not just for my religion but i fear you know i'll get lost in it okay if i if i again like like batman if i close if i cross that line i can't go back yeah because it's happened to me i don't fuck it i'll say it on the podcast because everyone does it i jerk off yeah like fucking ninety nine percent of the other people, I yeah, jerk off. Right? I've been jerking off since I was in the seventh grade, right? But I got into it from fr- like bad friends, bad yeah. influences. Obviously, jerk jerking off has benefits, but mainly it's bad for you because it's just 
it's really bad for your communication with other people and you know a whole other scientific reason yeah. but like i haven't been able to go back to like say like, i've tried so many times to stop mm-hmm. so many times and i keep going back and i keep going back so like this it's a horrible i hope one day something i i don't know i, I have an epiphany i can just stop doing it because it is so addictive it is it is the most like least talked about addiction in my opinion Probably. like nobody talks about mastering as an addiction yeah it's like it's a natural way of life everyone does yeah. it but is it's it is an addiction because you can't stop it it's you can't stop it feels this, the dopamine rush that you get is right. so addicting you can't so like this is something that i've experienced that i've gone addicted i've been doing it for, oh, fuck. and every single time you do it, it gets worse mm-hmm. like you get more addicted to it sure so the fact that it's been seven years in it's gonna be more addictive 14 years in so right. that's why i'm trying to stop as soon as possible yeah but I haven't been able to do it. So what I fear is you know, if I do, let's say I wasn't religious. Right. If I do drink that one beer, sure. if I do smoke that one gram of weed, I won't be able to go back. I mean, I mean, that's, that's, that's fair. It's a fair point, fair reasoning, but you should also like trust yourself. Like I, I'm not, I'm not telling you to go do, do all these things that you know not to. Like, obviously if you don't want to, for whatever reason, like you don't have to. I'm not going to pressure you into, but also at the same time, like if you end up one day screwing up for whatever reason, like, dude, you didn't tell me like you've been, you've been fasting. I'm you, fasting today. If you're fasting today, you, you've told me like, you know that yourself deep down, if you really put your mind to it, you can accomplish something. And you taught yourself that by fasting. Yeah. So that being said, I, I'm not telling you to, like I said, not telling you to go drink, smoke, do whatever. But if you end up screwing up, don't lose faith in yourself to go back to the ways that you once were. Mm. That's that's my two cents. And like, even if you like, okay, like I jerk off, everyone jerks off. As long as, <laughs> as long as it's not messing with your day-to-day lifestyle, as long as it's not affecting your ability to communicate with others and have a happy relationship otherwise, uh, I mean, I don't see the Dude, harm I'm in telling it. you. It's a silent killer, cause you don't you you won't notice this until it's too too late. What it does is it slowly slowly like takes a piece of you away. Okay. Every single time you do it, okay. It's, it's I'm t- like there's benefits to it. Yeah, but the detriment that it has to your body far outweighs. Same same thing with like drugs. Yeah, when you take drugs, you feel great. Yeah, but it destroys your body. Yeah, and if you. The more and more and more you jerk off it's not it's not natural right natural ways having sex that's how you right. that's how you erect yeah right this this digital age that we have now yeah where pleasure is at our fingertips yeah with our phones yeah it's it's not natural like we we were made to go out and work in order to have a woman's love right to, to gain a woman's trust and to be right. able to like reproduce with her right. but now you know, I can see that woman and be like, oh, I can just pull out my phone and trip. Right. You know what I mean? I, right. I, can just, I can just pull my phone out, not be judged, right. and get the exact same release right. from this that I would from that person. Right. And in return, that causes me to be more shut in right. and not be able to open up to other women. Right? Makes sense. Makes so sense. I, just got, I haven't found this. So I always talk about the five things you need in life. Yeah. If you have these five things, you're set. 
is you have to be physically right yeah. you have to be mentally yeah. spiritually socially and financially okay this year for the year of 2020 as shitty as it's been i made it a point to figure out at least one of them yeah and it's been physically yeah i've lost 30 pounds i dude, fast you killed it you've yeah. killed it physically i'm appreciate super it. proud of you dude appreciate it so i i've lost 30 pounds i eat well now and all the junk food is gone i eat salad i fast every sunday and I, i'm trying to get abs i'm trying to get it before you know christmas time but like that's what i want to do for 2020 if i because look if you can get your physicality down and physicality means you're eating well and you're working out yeah that's it it's really that simple. like it's not that like there's not that much to it just eat right. well and work out that's that's the only two things if you get that done that's 20 percent of your life you already figured out 20% at 20 years old. I already figured that shit out. Nice. Right? Nice. The financial stuff will come over time. I have, I, I pretty much essentially think I have social. Social is just like, you're able to make friends and you have a good group of friends. And I have that, I believe, as far as like my family, my friends. Jay, obviously you're a great friend. For sure. Um, so I think I have that. So that's, that's 40%. Financially, it'll come over time. And next year, obviously the, main point is going to be not jerk off yeah and that's going to be like the mental aspect yeah. of it and spiritually it helps as well because jerking off my religion is a sin and that'll help me spiritually and also praying yeah. will help spiritually because again it's the balance bro i can't be i can't have a six-pack of abs be super fit and then just have terrible mental health right so i right. kill myself yeah or i can't be I'm super happy all the time, yet I'm a fat fuck. Yeah. What's there to be happy to die? I'm fat as hell. I'm gonna I'm gonna die soon. Yeah. I have no energy. Yeah. So on that note, is there anything else anything else you wanna add? I mean, I'll just say that like New Year's is gonna come around and a lot of people talk about like resolutions. Yeah. There's one thing I'm like trying to plan for my fraternity is that like I know a lot of people have like New Year's resolutions and a lot of them fail, most often most often than not. So the key thing is, I think what I've noticed that helps is being able to talk about your resolution and achieve your goal with other people's help. Like yeah. some, something that's like, um, I've learned and that some people like um, have helped me realize is that as shitty as times can be and as much as we may think that we can, we have to do it ourselves, Relying on other people to help you go through those that tough time is might be something that you need. And the key thing that I'm like kind of referring to is that there's a lot of brothers in my fraternities that vape and that hit the jewel. And I mean, I don't, I, I, I hate putting, I don't want to put anything in my lungs other than the air I breathe. And I've seen a lot of them try to quit, but they can't because they're too addicted to it. And they just try to quit themselves. And then they see their friend the next day taking, hitting a jewel, like, fuck. Yep. They take a pull. So it's kind of like my goal for that is to have like a big calendar for the month of January and be like, if you took a step today to succeed in your goal, sign your name. And over like every day, people are going to sign their names on this calendar so they can see that this other person is going through and achieving their goal. And the main thing about this that I'm trying to like hone in on is that one, it's essentially you're you're showing yourself that you can you can accomplish a goal. And B, there's other people that are trying to accomplish similar goals to you. Whether that be like it whether that be achieving a goal, stopping an addiction, or whatever. So like I definitely have some things that I'm gonna try to 
do better on next year. Um, I need to, I need to, I need to figure everything out. But like, yeah, dude, like if like, I definitely think goal setting, having other people, finding goals, talking about your goals, stopping addictions, that's, that's the key to um, making yourself better. I think that's a really good idea because, you know, to have people hold you accountable. Yeah. That's big. Cause yeah. A lot of people can't hold themselves accountable. Yeah. So that's a good idea that you're doing. Yeah. That's really good. All right. Well, that is, I think, by far the longest podcast. It was a good podcast. It was a good podcast. Good week. Good week. Oh, uh, episode six. We look forward to next week. Next week is going to be a Thanksgiving podcast. Oh yeah, it's going to be yeah. Week before Jay, Thanksgiving. Me and Jay are going to talk about what we are thankful for. Yeah. It's going to be a big one. Make sure you don't mess out. We thank you guys if you're listening. We hope you got something good out of this that you can apply into your own life and just get better that's all we're trying to do just get better every single day no matter how small it may be yeah god bless stay safe and we'll see you guys next week peace out bye friends